welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you for another episode of Roach Coach, building this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, the call went out. It says, you have not talked about Till and the boys in a while, and you're right. And so it's time to check back in with Rammstein and their album, Rise, Rise. Jenny, yeah. when did this album come out? This album was released on September 27th, 2004. Well, that would be a come down record. Indeed, a come down record. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. Uh, what is your history, if any, with the album, Rise, Rise? I am aware of the song um mine tile i'm sure again let's just go ahead and say i'm gonna mispronounce the hell out of this album (laughs) i'm sorry i don't want to i just i panic when we start recording and i'm like it comes out differently than it sounds in my head i don't know but anyway (laughs) i was aware i'm aware of that song um but that's pretty much it I never listened to this record. Um, cover looks familiar, but yeah, I don't. I don't have much here. How about you guys? So I was not familiar with this record. Everything on here was brand new to me. So I was just, uh, I was just an innocent child going into this record, going, "Ooh, oh, ah." And um, I can say that uh, I did I did a different variation on the Christ God Challenge on this one. I listened. My first listen was over speakers while having dinner, and I did not have <laughs> lyrics in front of me. I did not have any context. Wow. I was just listening. So yeah. So I'll get into you know as we go through. But I just want you to imagine first listen to this album. I am enjoying a salad. I am having some chicken. And I am, uh, you know, just maybe doing a little like phone scroll, which is a little tougher to do for me because I am still thumb broken recovery. So I can't I really just kind of was just like letting the music wash over me as I chewed. So, uh, yeah, um, had no real history with this record album cover. I can't say it was even that familiar to me when we started diving in. Matt, history. My history with uh, Riza Riza is... I have listened to this before. I do enjoy this record. Um, I did a discography discussion, one of my f- first or second ones for them um, during Industrial December. We went back and I did all the Rammstein records. And I uh, once, I'm sure we'll get to it in the show, but Mind Tile is, I mean, it's just world-class conversation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lot to lot to discuss on this album. Um, like all Rammstein records, there's something for everybody. I think so. I can't wait to dig in. <laughs> there's definitely something for everybody. Uh, Jenny, we gotta know who's in Rammstein on this record. Yes, we got <laughs> Till Lindemann on lead vocals. Richard Krupsa on lead guitar backing vocals, Paul Landers on rhythm guitar backing vocals, Oliver Rydell on bass guitar, Christopher Schneider on or Christoph 
Schneider on drums, excuse me, and Christian Lorenz on keyboards. I think we all know we can refer to Christian as Flake. That's correct. That is correct. Uh, So this album, I have a physical copy here. Pick this up from The Exchange in Indianapolis, Indiana for a sweet $8. Um, I will say, yeah, this was a used copy, honestly pristine condition. Um, No cracks in the jewel case or anything like that. However, I will say, knowing this band, knowing what I can experience when receiving these liner notes... Perhaps some, uh, you know, preserved fetuses. Perhaps the band contorting their bodies in weird ways using medical contraptions in ways they were not intended. These are the type of things I expect to find inside the liner notes of a Rammstein album. Instead, um, you just have uh, close-up shots of distended and mashed-up metal of what I'm assuming is an airplane and all the lyrics in German. And that's it. Not really anything else going on in here. Nothing, no weird shots. There's no pictures of the band at all. Um, and you know, those guys are always down for a photo shoot. A little surprising. Um, so yeah, liner notes wise, not much to write home about producer on this record. Jenny producer on this record is Jacob Hellner. Jacob Hellner, he has produced, I guess, every single Rammstein album? Just about. Because they kind of like, they kind of half and half it. They self-produce and use Jacob. Mm-hmm. Is kind of my understanding with that thing. Yeah, so basically no real lineup changes anywhere, behind the board, in front of the board. Although I do notice that they like to record in different places. So this album was recorded... Uh, in Malaga, Spain. Ooh la la! Very nice. I think I think it. I think what you can tell is that um, you know the band uh, maybe works a little vacay and they're like, hey, we'll go record the album, but also let's go to beautiful Spain to do it. This, of course, was big old success. Number one in Germany. Number one in Austria. Number one in Switzerland, Iceland, Finland, Estonia, and Mexico. 1.5 million copies global. This thing, just big old hit. Mm. Um, and the um, the album title is a German military wake up call, literally meaning "arise, arise." So I'm sure a lot of German kids were like, "This just reminds me of my dad making me get up in the morning." Ha ha! Very funny. <laughs> um, I don't know. I could just see it. You know? well, it's a very German joke. <laughs> One of our classic German jokes. Arise, arise uh, for the children. Get out of bed. And we will together will have coffee and sit around, smoke cigarettes, and be wonderful together. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well, that sounds nice. That does sound nice. <laughs> um, there's always a good time on the Rammstein Wikipedia page where you get under themes. And so the theme of this album, this album is based on the crash of Japan Airlines Flight 123 on the evening of August 12th, 1985. 12 minutes into the flight, the Boeing 747 suffered an explosive decompression due to failure of its rear pressure bulkhead caused by a faulty repair seven years earlier. 
The explosion tore off most of the aircraft's vertical stabilizer and ruptured all four of the hydraulic systems, causing the loss of all flight control services and rendering the aircraft uncontrollable. The pilots fought to keep the aircraft aloft for nearly 32 minutes, but eventually became trapped in the towering mountain ranges surrounding Mount Fuji and crashed, killing 520 out of the 524 passengers and crew on board. It remains the single deadliest aircraft disaster in history. Some precedents of the album contain a recording of less 30 seconds of the flight as an Easter egg hidden in the pre-gap. I have not. Where was into Werner this. Herzog when we needed him <laughs> to, yeah. to come in there and be like, "This is too much. We do not need this. The sounds are horrifying. I dare not put it on. May it be burned." <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I just feel like. We got we another have, Grizzly Man re- reference in, so I am happy. This That's, is what I this is what I gotta yeah. believe. The Rammstein band meetings is everybody shows up with newspaper clippings of fucking insane shit, and everybody spreads it around on the table, and they go around the room and they go, "Which do you think we can hang a whole album off of?" <laughs> There's probably some guy who rolls in, you know, with that napalm shot from Vietnam every album, and he's like, "This is the one, you guys," and everyone's like, "Ah." I don't know i don't know so yeah somebody rolled in and said hey you heard about this plane crash and they're like probably but tell me anyway <laughs> boy yeah so this um this uh is another wild concept i mean sort of concept record i mean i feel like they just use this sort of like tragedy as a launch point but it's not like every single song in this album is about dying in a plane crash are there a lot of songs in this album about dying oh yeah Oh, yeah. Rammstein seem like guys who are, I mean, considering we're going to get into these videos, how often they are dramatizing their own destruction are well aware of their mortality. And just to want to put it front and center, baby. Uh, critically, this album, um, I would say it, it um, this gets the old Wikipedia generally positive reviews. All Music, three and a half, BBC, three. Entertainment Weekly hit a C plus. Pop Matters, eight out of ten. Release Magazine, always want to know what release has to say, eight out of ten. Rolling Stone, three out of five. And Sputnik Music, with the uh, with the rare, five out of five. So, Wow. Yeah. They liked it. They liked they really it. They liked it. They liked it a lot. Um, I think we've cut on. Oh, John, Jenny, genre tags genre tags oh yes the one i can never remember how to pronounce ah yes uh yes. all right neue deutsch heart heart how did you i did do it. you did it you did it is that it all right and yeah. industrial metal i feel confident in pronouncing that one <laughs> industrial metal got it <laughs> got it <laughs> sound it out sound it out Dust. <laughs> Industrial metal. Yep. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and uh, guiding us through this episode, because as you've already ascertained, um, <laughs> we are not fluent in German. Nope. We've gone to our old friends at affinec.com who have uh, provided uh, translations for every single Rammstein album and song. And um, not only that, uh, they have a little bio at the bottom telling you what they think the song is about, a couple theories, and they also have a comment section. Um, So we've got a lot to dig into. I did 
go over to songmeetings.com initially just to see what they would have. And every single song has a um, has a thing at the top that says, we had to remove these lyrics. And then you just have the comments. Every single one, they're just like, sorry, couldn't do it. Had to remove these can't lyrics. Can't do can't, it. Can't do it. Had to take these lyrics out of here. But you guys go, you guys go off in the comments, and it's you know they went off. All right. I think we're ready to dive in. All right. Up first. <laughs> this is my first time doing the show. Uh-oh. Welcome. Welcome, Jenny. Welcome to the show. Your name is the first timer. <laughs> I'm looking at affinect.com and I just like couldn't be like, okay, track one is. <laughs> Here, Here we go. We go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Titular track. <laughs> All right. Okay. It's Riza Riza. This is it. If you like Rammstein, you hear this, you're like, okay, <laughs> we're, we're going to be okay. <laughs> they, haven't, they, haven't cha- they haven't changed the formula. Haven't changed the formula. Boy, Everything's the, still going good. Still very much intact. <laughs> um, is is Till one of the best kind of whisper talky singers out there? And German really, really, really helps for this style. Like... If that were if, if that were in English, it would be dare I say corny. Oh, Matt. very much so. <laughs> Matt, that sounds like a bit of a challenge because as Jenny mentioned, we have affinec.com right here. And I'm not saying I'm till, but let me just give <laughs> let me just give this a try. Let me just give this a try. Oh, 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 Don't let us stop you. Laid out. <laughs> All right. Go, okay. Please do. All right. So this is the translation. So I'm just so, so Matt. You're saying that if this okay, we'll just go into this. 
even on the waves, there is fighting. Oh, I thought you were going to give us a till rendition oh. Oh. of this. Okay. All right. So, okay. <laughs> you don't have to do it. Summon your inner till. All right. All right. Well, no, I just got challenged by the ultimate. I never back down by a challenge woman. So I've got That's to true. see. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's do mm. this. All right. <clears throat> all right. Loosen up. <clears throat> all right. Okay. Hold on. Let me get. Right. <laughs> Truly taking a sip of water. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Okay. Even on the waves, <laughs> there is fighting where fish and flesh are woven into sea. One stabs the lance while in the army. Another throws it into the ocean. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm, right. I can sit here wrong. That is not corny. Not corny. Not corny at all. <laughs> Who knew we had a little till our own little till into me <laughs> our own personal till ah uh, yeah this was um once again i was like okay this is a call to arms maybe and then you get these you get these lyric translations and you get lines like arise arise seamen arise each does it in his own way one thrust the spear into a man another then into the fish wow Ooh. okay you take that a couple different ways Jenny, what'd you think of this one? I liked it. I thought, oh yeah, we're listening to Rammstein. <laughs> Here we are. Very nice. You know, uh, Flake doing the work on that keyboard. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. I'm glad that we didn't hear the plane crash. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. Something I didn't even know I was grateful for until I was reading. And I was like, oh, I didn't hear that, did I? I think I'd remember if I heard that. So, yeah, I thought it was a strong start and I was into it. Matt. Matt. I mean, I'm in. I'm loving this. It is them. It's them. They're back. We're good. Everything's fine in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, according to... Uh, Afanek.com. This song is about a mutiny on a ship and was the opening song of the 0405 Ahoy Tour. So that mm. makes sense. Ahoy hoy. Uh, ahoy hoy. And um, over on songmeanings.com, I just want to hit you with a couple really great comments. Uh, Anti Christo said, Fuck, I wish I knew how to speak German. Top tier comment. And uh, I like this one. I'm not usually feeling like singing. But this song manages every time and loud with passion. I don't know what that person is saying, but I like that they're normally singing. I don't know. But here with passion. Sure. I'm on board. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, yeah, we, we're a strong start. I also wrote in my notes, though, that this riff is chuggy. I would agree with that. Chuggy Riff, just pointing that out. All right. The song we've all been waiting for. Oh, I all right. Wait. Here we go. We've got Mind Tile.
Some song. I mean, I don't know what those lyrics are about, but a mind tile sounds like my way. It's kind of like my way, maybe. I yeah, it's just like just like Frankie. Just like good old Frankie. <laughs> old Sinatra. Blue eyes, they call Oh, blue eyes. oh blue Nobody eyes. Nobody does it like Frank. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. He was a friend to every man. <laughs> I like how every story about Frank Sinatra is about how he could have had you killed, but he didn't because it was cool. Oh. But if he did want to kill you, that's oh, he cool, too. He could have made you disappear, Lauren. <laughs> oh, like like a snap of the fingers, and then a snap of your neck, and then you vapor, baby. That's brisk, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let me just uh, go over here to the old uh, German to English uh, translation here. Okay, so let's just see. Looking for a well-built 18 to 30-year-old to be slaughtered. Pardon me? <laughs> oh, oh, what's this? Excuse what, me? What's, what's going on? What's going on? This seems to be an advert from the master butcher. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh. I'll, today I will meet a gentleman. That sounds nice. He likes me so much he could eat me up. Cute. Soft parts and even hard ones are on the menu. Hmm. Okay, taking us taking us to the next level very quickly, uh, because you are what you eat, and you know what it is. It is my part. No, my part. No, there. That's my part. No, my part. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Wow. Starting to think that this song might be about a person who eats people. <laughs> I'm starting to think you're right, Matt. And I do. I do got to go back to my first listen eating some chicken this riff kicks in and i swear to god i was like oh this is a good song well yeah this is a really good song this riff is killer oh yeah boys are back boys are back oh, yeah. boys, are back. boys are back this is really good this is surely um, about frank sinatra i'm like mine time must be my way this is this is the this is the german yeah. my way they're crushing this is it. a this is a german rat pack german rat pack <laughs> that's what they call rammstein uh, yeah, so t- I did then on my second listen, uh, just look up facts about the record, start get, you know, giving a little, little skim to the old Wikipedia hmm. and I, uh, fell out of my goddamn chair. <laughs> 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 I was like, of, but I, I fell out, but also I was like, why am I surprised? I should not be surprised <laughs> that they did this. And yet at the same time, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, it is how Rammstein shocks. 
that is the payoff. I think what really makes it the most interesting to me is that this is not a niche small band. Rammstein is a huge, huge band. Yeah, they're a this headliner. Is, this is the equivalent of like the like to German in as far as I can tell in German culture, these are like this they are like the biggest band. I don't think there's a bigger band. No, I don't think so. I don't think I'm out of line. Not anymore. That. Not anymore. I would say that they are yeah. I they are number one. They're number one. So I'm trying to think of like a band like this is almost feels like if like in like nineteen seventy nine Fleetwood Mac followed up rumors with like a whole album about like I don't know, uh the Donner Party. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's what this sort of feels like. like. The artwork on this single is just uh a cartoon of a fork and knife, too, which is very funny <laughs> that's amazing um so uh if you go over to the old wikipedia and you go over to the mind tile um i'll just, I'll just read it um mind tile is german for my part or my share slang for my penis so for all of us over here in america who saw mind tile and saw this as a sound, song title and didn't know any German. We're like, who knows? Could be about anything. But I will over- tell you, mm-hmm. yeah. with my context, I assumed it meant my dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know mine means my. Tile, gotta mean dick. Gotta mean dick. <laughs> context clues. Uh, Little Detective Pikachu over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, lead single from the album. It was dubbed in German media as the cannibal song. Um, it's about the Armin Maiwies cannibalism case. This helped boost it to second place on the German music charts after its release. It was a number one hit in Spain. The Pet Shop Boys remixed it, and it was nominated for a motherfucking Grammy. Best metal performance did not win. Who did it lose to? If you haven't looked at the wiki. Who do you think it lost to? What year is it? I have looked. <laughs> Jenny looked. It is the 48th Grammy Awards. So, so, so Matt, for context, so this is the Grammys nominating a song from 2004. So that means that this ceremony took place in 2006. Of course. Um, that is your context there. What do you think they lost to? Uh, in the grand scheme of metal. Cool. Steely Dan. They did not lose to Steely Dan. They lost to Slipknot. Oh. Slipknot's Before I Forget, which is a really good song, but it is not about someone chopping off your dick and eating it. We so, have yeah. to talk about the live performance. Let's talk about oh, it. Like, okay. So I, I didn't, I don't, Jenny, have you seen a live performance of Mind Tile? I have not. I've only seen the video. Okay. Should I watch it real quick? Well, I, let me paint a picture for you. You're there. Well, actually, Actually, Matt, I've got. I realize that they have a description of this at the bottom of the often, the yes. often neck page. So you anything I that? get wrong, feel free to color in later for me. Lord. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, Matt. But let's uh, let's take everybody's favorite flake, and let's put him in a prop pot. <laughs> so now he's surrounded by a pot, and you know, till super chill. Let's give him a bloody apron, a 
bloody chef's hat. Let's cover him with blood. And let's give him, like, an enormous machete-like <laughs> knife attached to his microphone. Wow. Very subtle. The restraint. You could you could just feel the restraint. That's why they're the best in the biz. <laughs> That's right. They know the line. They know the line. They know what too far is. Oh, my gosh. Um. So, uh, yeah, the description, uh, I like the, I like Matt, your description, I think lends a level of, um, um, severity to it in which the clinically description, the clinical description here from the website, um, we'll, we'll just dive in In live performance till Lindemann appears dressed as a bloodstained chef holding a microphone with a large butcher's knife attached to the end. He pulls out a giant cooking pot with a portable keyboard attached to one side. Oh, I didn't know about that part. <laughs> the keyboard's attached to the pot. <laughs> I love it. The attention to detail. Uh, keyboardist flake appears in the pot with metal cylinders attached to his arms and legs and plays the keyboard during the song. After the second chorus, Till takes a flamethrower and roasts the bottom of the pot, cooking flake. Flake escapes from the pot and starts running around the stage with flames erupting from his arms and legs while chased by a knife wielding Till. Best on the biz. They're thea- Nobody does theatrics really like this anymore. Like, you have bands like Slipknot who the whole thing is spectacle, but it's not theatrics. Rammstein is fucking theatrics. Yes. Yes. I think, yes, like it, I wish there were more bands like that. Like King Diamond still does that. King Diamond builds a whole fucking house and takes you on a journey and his wife dances and plays all these characters from like you know the records that where's that where is that where's that where's that at? they don't do it like frank used to do you it know, frank. Like frank. Oh, remember oh. When frank would oh. sing mind tile yeah <laughs> yeah then he'd bring out he'd bring out some old gangster and he'd cut his dick off and throw it in the audience he would take off his fedora put on a bloody chef's hat <laughs> nobody did it like frank nobody no one oh boy uh, yeah. this vidya Ooh. yes yes we got Getting head from an angel. <laughs> I was like, what's she going to lead with? <laughs> we got someone dressed up as what apparently is the serial killer's mom. We got ballet. We got a man fighting himself. What else? Um, Let me see. You've got shaking and screaming. Mm hmm. Uh, you had a band fighting in a mud pit. Right. Um, you have, well, the grand finale, which is, um, so the cross-dresser is uh, Christopher Doom Schneider, Christoph Doom Schneider, and he puts all the rest of the members of the band on leashes and then walks them like dogs down the st- out of the subway and down the street. And I, I just got to believe, the thing is that you see some pedestrians in the background and the vibe is, I guess there's a new Rammstein album coming soon. <laughs> the boys are back. And, um, and uh, yeah, this uh, was a real trip uh, of a video. Um, had 
honestly a lot less cannibalism in it than I expected. Mm. They they decided they weren't going to dramatize the song that way. They were going to go in a different route. Um, there is a making of for this uh, video, and uh, in a shock for our listeners, I um, was not able to watch the whole thing, but Jenny, you did. So I did. Tell and us about that experience. Twist. True twist. So it was a 30-minute making of, and I watched the whole damn thing. And you know who watched it with me, along with all the videos? That'd be one sweet little Sophie. <laughs> so <laughs> she turns out weird. I'm going to point back to this. There it is. Um, <laughs> nothing else, just this. Um, so apparently the video uh, was all improvised. And each of them had, uh, each member of the band had their own scenario that they didn't know anything about. Um, well, they knew like a very basic amount about it, but there wasn't a script. There wasn't anything to follow. Um, and none of them had any idea what the other members of the band were doing or what they were going to look like or anything like that. So each of their initial scenes were shot separately um and they uh eventually did meet up for that fight in the mud but none of them had any idea what any of the other people had been doing so it was just sort of following each of the members of the band around um talking about their feelings about doing a video this way um some of them seemed more comfortable doing the improvised bits than others. Till seemed very comfortable. Um, he said that, you know, it made it more exciting than just reading from a script. Um, and the director, his name was Zoran, and he seemed like a fucking weird little guy. I got to tell you, this dude gave me the creeps in many ways. But it was really funny to hear them talk about, like, improvising something. They were like, it could be great. But then on the other hand could be a complete disaster and i was like that's it that's it in a nutshell you are absolutely right um it was interesting too because they uh the person the that plays the angel that's giving till head her name is luciana regina and eventually till eats her <laughs> eats her wings plucks her eats her kills her all of it and i was like if this is improvised like what the fuck was my first thought when I realized that, but they do talk to her and she said that she knew how far it would go and she knew what was up. Um, so that made me feel like it was nice that they for as fucked up and weird as these dudes seem, they do seem very on the level of like consent and getting somebody's sign off and everything before doing their weird shit. Um, at least based on the very limited knowledge that I have. So I was like, oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. And there is a scene where like Till gets slapped around a lot. And they wanted the woman that was in the video to uh, Luciana to do that. And she just like was like, I, I can't I can't punch this guy. So the director was just slapping the shit out of Till. Flake was really nervous to dance. It seemed like, I don't know, it was just interesting. They talked a little bit about how as they've been growing up and growing together as a band, things were a lot better with the recording of this album and the videos. And there was a lot of strife interpersonally in the band before this. 
but this kind of marked a time when they started to like get along a little better. Till was talking about how like as you mature, you understand more about yourself and why you make the decisions you do. Overall, it was just pretty interesting. And yeah, that was it. I'm sure I missed some stuff, but... Yeah, I, I I watched the first 10 minutes of the doc, and I agree with you 100%, Jenny. This director is a big old weirdo. He <laughs> he showed up and immediately started talking to him, and I was like, oh, the guys in Rammstein got nothing on this director. And um, Yeah, I yeah. was like, this is the freak. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, because I was thinking about it, I was like, wait, they all seem a little like what are we walking into? And this director's like, this is the ideas that I have. And I was like, oh, wait. So he pitched them and they were like, I guess so, dude. And yeah. yeah. He was saying that like they weren't fully on board. They were like, I don't know, man. And he was like, I'm feeling sadistic today. And I was like, ah. <laughs> He's like, oh, she won't punch and choke Till? Let me get my hands in there, baby. <laughs> and then Till's like, he slapped me pretty hard. I might need to go to the dentist. Ha ha, I'm kidding. Am I kidding? And um, This and, is uh, like yeah. when you find a real one. Like, oh, like, they found a real one. Oh shit, we found like we kind of play around and have fun and like yeah, we've done some crazy stuff and then like we find a real one and it's like oh yeah, we aren't this person. <laughs> well, he talks about about the director talks about how he made um Till chew on her hair and um eat feathers and that that made Till have to throw up and he says it in the sort of way I made Till throw up. <laughs> like, like he's like, I took Till to the limit. And um, I think Till even says, like, there were some things that he was a little unsure about. And he was like, I hope, I hope, like, he's like, I might have to call my mother. Or I hope my mother doesn't see this or something like that. And I was like, Till's concerned about his mother not seeing this? <laughs> like, oh, you've never so, had a yeah. German not like you then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, well, I, I think also, Jenny, you'd point that yeah, I was very uh, honestly happy to see the interview with the model um, uh, because, yeah, they kind of do put her through the paces in a lot of weird ways. And she's nude for like the entire set, basically, except for those angel wings. Um, but there was that part. And I was think honestly, I think that might have been the part that Till felt very uncomfortable with was he has to drag her away at the end. And they, there's this quick shot where they're like, we'll do one rehearsal, but that's all I want to do. And he drags her, and he drags her like as far as he has to, and then he's like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. And it's like, and I'm like, yeah, that's like a real, honestly, one of the more extreme things that they had to do, like dragging the person's body by one leg as if they're dead, like... Yeah, you gotta be. T- That's the thing of just letting you know, just the level of like, you know, made me think about like, st- you know, stunts and action movies a lot, where people just, you know, like, if you really do that, it would really fuck you up if it's done the wrong way. Um, so yeah, safety first when you're on, dragging uh, a person like when, they're a corpse by their leg. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to know the most fucked up thing about all of this? What's that? <laughs> Maybe it's not. So I had to look at the into this guy because I'm like, what else is this fucking weirdo done? He's done a lot of German music videos and worked with some other artists. He worked with the far side, it looks like. But he's also active in advertising and has shot numerous commercials for companies such as IKEA, Toyota, Nike, Volvo, San Miguel, Coca-Cola. Hornbach, Movie Star, Media Market, BetAtHome.com, Jim Beam, and Vodafone. So, wow. 
He lectures at the Film Academy Baden-Württemberg in Ludwigsburg and at UDK Berlin. So, you, this is an accessible man. Just so you know, this little guy is making some commercial where somebody cracks open a Coca-Cola and goes, ah. And then anyway. they drag the Coca-Cola by its latest <laughs> That's right. The Coca-Cola gives Till Lindemann head and then gets <laughs> dragged. Uh, and you just hear the crinkle of the can. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then Frank walks in and goes, mmm, that's brisk. <laughs> That's exactly right. And all, all of a sudden, it starts raining fedoras. <laughs> That's right. Oh, That's right. Um, and then I, in the Coca-Cola font, it says, nobody does it like Frank. <laughs> Cur- curly lettering. It's the best. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, real quick about the song. Um, oh, remember the song? <laughs> remember the song? Um, this riff. What a riff. Chugging it up. I wrote, this is prime rom. We got a grinding synth. Um, I'm putting this down as possibly the best Cannibal song ever. Um, possibly the best Rammstein song ever. Still in There's, the set list. Still, well, my favorite was reading how it was in the set list for years. They took it out for one tour and the fans were livid. And you know what? I'd be too. I'd be too. I'm, a, I'm at a point now. I go see Rammstein live. I can see. And they, they got to do they, mind tile. They got to do mind tile. They cannot do Duhast at this point. I figure that's fine. You can retire that one. But you don't do mind Till? I don't see Till chasing Flake around the stage while he's on fire after he got out of a big old pot that has a keyboard attached to the side. You build a keyboard pot. You got to use it. Got to use it. <laughs> got to use it. <laughs> All right. Well, we have most of the album left to do. Oh, do we now? <laughs> we have done two tracks and we have been talking for as long as the album is. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> up next, we've got Dalai Lama. Auch ein Mann mit Kind, sie sitzen sicher, sitzen warm und gehen so dem Schlaf ins Garten. In drei Stunden sind sie da, zum Wiegenfeste der Mama, die Sicht ist guter Himmel. Got more of that ominous till vocal with some scratchy guitar. Um, has a little bit of a strut to it when that guitar when that uh, drum kicks in. This is the longest song on the album. 
And it's weird. It's incredibly grim when you get into those lyrics. But it has like a weird, almost like glammy vibe to it just because of the way it has that strut. Classic Rammstein. I dug it. I liked it. Jenny, what'd you think? I liked it too. It was all right. I mean, probably not like my favorite song on the record. Definitely. I mean, look, we just went 45 minutes on two songs, but because we're who we are, it's a, it's right. a little long, but this is meant to be a reimagining of how do you pronounce this? Is this uh, a poet? Oh, go with it's it's not how you pronounce it. I don't know how it it's like uh, goth? Goth? Go, goth? That's, goth? I don't think that's it. It's like geta or something. Oh, G O E T H E. It's like it's something that is <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce anything. <laughs> Usually in German, if there's two vowels next to each other, you pronounce the second vowel. So it'd be geth would be my guess hmm. hold on i can listen they give me an option on wikipedia to listen to how this was pronounced all right i'm about to listen <laughs> we were all wrong what is it guta guta that's how that's how the uh the voice on wikipedia did it in any way guy wrote a poem <laughs> right uh pretty famous guy i would say <laughs> oh <laughs> pretty pretty famous guy (laughs) uh but dalai lama is meant to be a modern version of his poem uh der god i can't just fucking look it up (laughs) (laughs) guys Why are you listening to this show? Just go to Wikipedia, listen you, to the record. You, you're good. You you're swam good. to the middle of the channel, said nope, <laughs> and swam all the way back. Yeah, I really did. Why am I fucking doing this? What do I have to prove? <laughs> Boldly wrong, Jenny. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, uh, Jenny, I'll help you out a little bit. So, the um, yeah, the do. title of the song is in reference to the then Curry Dalai Lama's well publicized dislike of air travel, um, which ties into the overall theme of the album, which is about uh, a crashed airliner. Um, what they have done is they have taken this famous poem that we can't pronounce, written by a guy's name we can't pronounce, <laughs> um, that um, replaces the uh, the storyline of a traveling man and child on horseback with a man and child on an aircraft, and the Errol Koenig himself, which I guess is the, the subject, um, with the king of all the winds. As in the poem, the travelers are menaced by a mysterious spirit which invites the child to join him, though only the child can hear the spirit's invitation. Ramstein's version differs markedly from the original in describing the fate of the child. In the poem, the child cries out that uh, the Errol Koenig is abducting it. The alarmed father rides for help, holding the child in his arms, only to find that his son is dead. Ramstein <laughs> decided not dark enough replaces this with a typically morbid twist after running into a storm sent by the king of all the winds which threatens all the passengers the terrified father suffocates the child by holding him too tightly and the child's soul joins its brothers in the winds jesus da- ramstein they're like not dark enough 
How do we make the story of a dead child darker? The Rammstein writing challenge. <sighs> um, I will. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the song. So, um, <laughs> yeah. all right, all right. Um, I we have one comment on songmeanings.com. I just want to run it by you guys. It's from commenter Rap Sucks Ass. Okay. Oh, got he said, I, who says, I like this song a lot. Rammstein is one of my favorite bands. I just got their new CD, Rise Rise. I like it a lot. I think Mooder was a little better, though. I am me at TAE671. Initially, I thought they were a plant, but then they dropped their AIM name, and I was like, nah, real motherfucking deal. Look up Rap Sucks Ass on your AIM. Yep. Go back in time at least seven years when AIM was still a thing. Aim, I miss it. I miss the away messages, letting people know what album you're listening to right now with the little song lyric. Mm. Maybe, My. From, maybe from this song. <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right. Up next, we've got "Kind Lust." is back we're crunching it up this already feels like the riffiest rammstein album ever we've got initially i thought is that a guitar or is that a grinding synth and i just decided that it's a grinding synth i didn't i did not do any further um research on it but it sounds a little too weird and so i wrote flake you madman (laughs) um there's a horn part at 230 that i wrote is sick as fuck and I said that this is a hardcore ripper. And I loved it. I thought it was great. Jenny, what'd you think? Liked the song. Very, very, very Rammstein. Uh, it is a ripper. That's it for me. And it's a song about really having enough and not really wanting any more to do anything else. No desire. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Kinda lost, lost, mm-hmm. kinda lost. Yeah, and uh, one hell of a video, Jenny. Walk us through this one. So 
Each of the members of the band are traveling to film this video in their own individual vehicle. Uh, They're all wearing fat suits, which, as the kids say, is cringy. Um, And yeah, they all just perform. Flake is in a motorized wheelchair. um, And they've got some nurses that are you know hotties uh assisting them with things and then they just perform and and do all sorts of of silly things together yeah uh when they uh when they got out of the cars in the fat suits i was like 2004 baby (laughs) shallow hell in theaters now I, I, I like that I was like, oh, the video and the song about eating somebody's dick, like, whatever. Yep, that's classic. This one gets out, and I'm like, hmm, seems a little problematic. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same way. I was like, oh, my fuck, come on. Like, but 2004, very much. It's just like, you know, fat people can't get a fucking break. It's like, I don't know. I digress. I have lots of feelings, but it's very 2004. Well, it's funny is that reading in like the premise behind the song is that they are trying to, you know, really illustrate in the lyrics of like being these sort of like bloated over the hill, seen it all, had it all banned. You know, they're all driving incredibly well, not even driving. They're being driven around in incredibly expensive cars. They got these hotties who are tending to them, but they're too, like, yeah, obese and what have you to even, like, indulge. I mean, and then, which, you know, goes into the lyric. I don't I don't feel like touching myself. I don't feel like masturbating. Don't feel like trying it. I would feel like getting undressed. Don't feel like seeing myself naked. Like, just seeing this sort of just, like, overdone sort of thing. But I feel like if they were to do this video now, they probably would just, they probably would, the fat suit would be out. And if anything, they'd probably just old age makeup it more than anything else. Um, I feel like that would be the angle. I will say, pretty impressive fat suit makeup. Pretty seamless. I mean, but I wouldn't... I, there's no budget cuts for Rammstein video. Only number top one, of the line. They're the number one band in Deutschland, baby. Number one. They're like, yeah, get us your best in fat suit technology. But yeah, the song is a ripper, and I thought it was great. And Matt, can we hear a little bit of that horn part of two thirty? Because sure. like I said, it's sick as it's sick as fuck. Sure. Here's the horn part of two thirty. Now, I know that that is synth creating a horn sound, but either way, it's sick as fuck. How dare you? I'm wow. expecting Coltrane to come out. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was expecting a little. <laughs> oh, little, little, little Herp Alpert for you guys? Little, yes. Little Herp Alpert. Oh, yeah, the Tijuana Brass. Tijuana Brass. Yeah, <laughs> the Tijuana Brass. Show up. Yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. very much. Where's yeah. my oh whipped cream, my friend? Yeah. <laughs> I have this record. It's probably worth a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's only like five of whipped cream out there in the world. 
Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um. So yeah. So another Ripper problematic vid, but that's okay. I mean, when you're Rammstein, you know what? When you're reaching for the stars, sometimes you're gonna trip on the moon. Some concrete. <laughs> the moon. <Yes. laughs> the moon. It's... That's. I like that one better, man. <laughs> That is true. That is true. It's like, I think one of the things that is hard about doing this podcast for me sometimes is like, because we're revisiting stuff that is 20 or more years old, there's so much that's problematic in it. And finding the line of like saying that's problematic and not completely like things happen in a time in culture and we learn and oh Matt Matt left he's pissed he's <laughs> like I don't want to have like, this conversation are we talking about this wow Matt's like <laughs> fuck this but I mean there are some things that when you go it's just like is it is it worth talking about how wrong people were in 2004 sometimes right. and like i think it's worth mentioning but to really dig into it it's like i don't know i, I and i i think it's hard for me because when i see this shit i'm like fucking come on but also like i don't know we know mm -hmm. we well, know it's ng i i look at also um i feel like intention is a big part of it you know like like using like referencing a movie like shallow hell which I remember, which now, looking back on it, and I read, someone did a retrospective on it recently as a rewatch, and they were like, this movie, oh my god. But it's, the movie is not, that movie, and I would say this video, is not made in a way that is, like, attacking overweight people, you know? Where I feel like if you were to make this now, with a more progressive thought process of how people are and how people live their lives, you wouldn't. You know what I mean? And if you were, it would it could only be construed as like an attack because yeah. you should know better now. But you I know? get what you're saying. I don't think I fully agree because like whatever their intention was, the impact that that had on people watching it who had bodies that look like right. the bodies that they're sort of using as a symbol for laziness and excess, like that's fucked up still. You know, it is. Well, but, but what I'm sort of saying is like I don't think, and maybe I'm being too. I'm, I'm clearly I'm giving too much uh, benefit of the doubt here. But I, I guess it's like I, I feel like there is, there is a thought process to it now that is a little more aware, because I feel like that is the larger, and we're, we're dipping into it now. Um, <laughs> this is the larger thought thing of like when someone is offensive now there is this level of because we it's the conversation everyone's having like what's the line what's too far and so it's like you really know like you know when you're crossing a line and you're aware of what's happening and you're aware of why of, of what the reaction is going to be and that was not a conversation that people were having in 2004 yeah, I guess I'm not, I, I hear what you're saying. I just think that like, I don't hold them to the same standard that I would hold them to now. Mm. And at the same time, I don't think that lessens the impact that that had. Just because like we weren't having this conversation in 2004 doesn't mean that people with fat bodies weren't having feelings about representation mm. and like 
what society thinks about what it means to be somebody with a fat body and then how they're treated and things like that. Like that impact was still happening. Mm -hmm. The discussion is happening now. So I just think it's like messy. It's just like a, it's a messy, complicated thing. Mm-hmm. We should probably uh, figure it out on uh, this I podcast. We, I think this is when we nail it. I think this is when we nail it. I, I want to mention that um, I we picked this album to do uh, because we knew it would be perfect for hot button current issues. That's why we picked it. Um, <laughs> yes. Also, complete coincidence. There's a new Rammstein album coming out soon. soon I think when this yeah. album when this episode goes up, it may already be out. I did not know that when we picked this. I found that out when I was doing research for the album that they were like, oh, another one's coming. So I watched the new Rammstein video just to see. Um, boy, still got it. Still, what, what are they doing, you know? And um, I'm just going to tell you about one thing that happens in the video, which is a six-person reverse birth. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Excellent. So the boys... Still got it. And I, I know your next your question, like, Lauren, I have more questions. Of course you do. Um, and your, probably your next question is, I mean, do are, how much do we see? And the answer, my friend, is everything. YouTube.com. 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 It's there. I didn't have to fill out any forms. I didn't have to say I was over 18. They were just like, check it out, bro. New ROM. All right. <laughs> it's, well, it's art. It's art, baby. We still have most of this. What? No. Are you serious? Okay. (laughs) All right. Up next is Los. Wir waren namenlos und ohne Lieder recht wortlos. Waren wir nie wieder etwas sanglos? Sind wir immer noch dafür nicht klagenlos? Hört uns doch nach einem Windstoß Ging ein Sturm los, einfach beispiellos Es wurde zeitlos Again, I kind of come back to Anybody else really doing this low talky Over an acoustic guitar Cornball Till does it in German and it's like, I'm very engaged in everything this man is saying. Don't know what he's saying, but I like it. Matt, are you challenging me again? I mean, if the gauntlet is thrown, then let the champions rise. <laughs> we are nameless and without songs. We were a never again. Really wordless. Still we are a little songless. Yet we're not toneless. You can hear us. After a gust of wind began a storm, simply matchless. It was time. Less. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I, I might prefer the, the Lauren version. Uh, yeah, I think I stand corrected. Yeah. Listen, I think you do. I'm just following the way of Frankie baby, and it's my way. <laughs> Nobody does it like, like Frankie. Frank. Nobody does it like Frankie, baby. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Oh, blue eyes. Oh, Nobody blue eyes. does it like the Ribs blue eyes. And keep them coming. Keep them coming. Frank's paying tonight. Ah, am I right, Frank? You're paying tonight. I know you're good for you. You got that Capitol Records contract. Ha ha. Don't kill me, Frank. 
Frank's shoes are shiny. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, boy. All right. Well, speaking of Frank, up next, we've got America. Somehow I don't think the, they really think America's wonderful. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's me. You know what, Matt? Sometimes mm. after, you know, when you're a band like Rammstein, where you are always been trafficking in a lot of subtle things, and people are like, what are you guys really talking about? Sometimes you just got to be really blunt. <laughs> and uh, for a band that is, you know, just putting it all out there, with this one, they really put it all out there. Um, this is one of the winkiest songs with just a giant eyeball just winking. Ah, <laughs> uh, get it? I got it. I got it. And I appreciate it. I uh, I thought it was pretty good, you know, about the encroachment of American culture on the world. And, and, and the thing about it is something like this could be a little, like, eye-rolly in its message, but it still rips – and Matt, if you go to 225, we get some riffing into some flake keyboard wizardry. That's why they pay these boys the big bucks. culture vampires oh my gosh america so they really give it to us on this one well deserved and (laughs) very well earned well deserved (laughs) mickey mouse is in africa is was that the line um something like i mean yeah basically just about you know how all this stuff is just all over the place oh santa claus is coming to africa and mickey mouse is standing in front of paris yeah and um Jenny, uh, walk us through this video. First of all, I want to say this song fucking pissed me off. Oh, oh shit. Don't oh, no. talk whoa, about whoa, America. Whoa, whoa, we got Jen Patriot over here? Jen Patriot? Yeah. First oh, of shit. all. I never noticed all those American flags behind you, Jen. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. 
the whole wall yeah. is American American flag. That's right. That's right. Don't talk about America, okay? We got blue jeans, rock and roll, milk. Frank Sinatra. Frank and Sinatra, Frank Sinatra. Baby. Nobody does it like Frank. No one. Not one person. In the history of singing. No, not at <laughs> Nobody all. Nobody does it like Frank. This video, uh, we got, you know, we brought up the moon earlier. What foreshadowing? Uh, the boys are in space. They're on the moon. Uh, and then we've got that, uh, like, a lot of different um, different places, different cultures being, like, infused with American shit. Mostly food. Fast food. So, yeah. I don't think they like America. And although that offends the bald eagle within me <laughs> i suppose they're entitled to their opinion um jenny what were your feelings on the reveal at the end of the video that they were not actually on the moon and that it was all filmed on a set hearkening back to a faved theory that the moon landing was faked i mean we've all seen wag the dog <laughs> Is that what that movie was about? I've actually never seen Wag the Dog. Uh, Wag the Dog is about creating a war, war to distract from. Yeah, create a war to distract from uh, from a scandal at home. Yeah, we've all seen Wag the Dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've all seen Terms of Endearment. We know. And if there was ever a more American phrase, it's we've all seen and we all know. We all know. We all know. We all know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was fake. I don't know. I've never been to the moon. I haven't been either. And how come we don't go back? Right. Oh, it's a good question. Good mm. question, Matt. I don't think anyone's ever asked that before. We got to get to the bottom of that. <laughs> you know, and so I was like, you know, maybe I should go over to songmeanings.com and just see how everyone's doing over there in the comment section for this song in which once again, the due to a publisher block, the lyrics aren't even there. They're gone. This is just open-ended comment section for nothing. 200 and 10 comments. Perfect. All of them, all of them choosing violence. The top rated comment is a giant chunk of text that starts, wow, I'm sensing a lot of bitterness here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, everyone goes wild. Everyone's yelling at everyone else. Everyone's mad. I like this song, for, uh, this comment from uh, Mem- Menno. Menno who said, of course, Coca-Cola sometimes war. In my opinion, Rammstein tries to say that the Americans do whatever they want to. Good mood. Hey, let's drink some Coke. And when they have a bad mood, hey, let's attack some country. Some shit like that. Okay, I'm done. Comments, please. Smiley emoji. You got yourself some fucking comments. Don't even worry about it. And then um, I had to dig through this. But someone named Sexy Jedi said something incredibly inflammatory. And there were literally hundreds of comments going, hey, Sexy Jedi, eat shit. And hey, Sexy Jedi, uh, go fuck yourself. And um, 
one of them was uh hey sexy jedi i'm not german i'm dutch and the last war germany fought was world war ii and by far, by far, most of the German people were born after 1945. I don't know about that statistics. Since then, Germany has been one of the most peaceful countries on earth. So how about a nice cup of shut the fuck up? There it is. Wowie, wowie, Knives wowie. out. How dare you say America brings its culture to the world when that's our number one export? <laughs> yes. So um, if you want to read 210 versions of that comment, <laughs> send that over to songmeanings.com. That's good. Uh, yes. All right. Well, All let's right. keep traveling. Let's. Yes. Next, we've got Moscow. So according to Offenneck.com, this song was originally rumored to have uh, been intended as a duet with Yulia Yalkova of Tattoo, mm. uh, but instead features the vocals of Victoria Fersh, whose voice bears a strong resemblance to Volkova. The song refers to the Russian capital of Moscow and features two perspectives on the city, its beauty and culture, and the undercurrents of corruption and prostitution. Jenny... First question, um, are you continuing to do it your way? I mean, nobody does it like Frank. Like Frank. <laughs> I'll meet you at the Twin Anchors. Ribs, keep them coming. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So when Frank go- went to Moscow, you know it was a party. Um, Jenny, your history with Moscow, very, uh, very famous. Uh, long history with the city. How would you feel about its representation here? I mean, accurate. <laughs> <laughs> It's basically beautiful stuff and prostitutes, and that's... That's it. I mean, I've got... God, 72 years history with Moscow. At least. Been there a thousand and fourteen times. Fluent in Russian. Mm -hmm. Just don't ask me to say anything, because I can't into a microphone legally. Yeah. Gotcha. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I am the best skateboarder in Russia, by the way. I know. Mm. It's easier to kickflip in <laughs> Moscow. Oh my the gravity's different there, for sure. <laughs> kick flipped right over the Kremlin, which is in <laughs> Moscow. <laughs> Everybody was impressed and I was like, dude, 
It's just what I do. Don't even worry about it's it. It's practice. Keep it. at it. You'll get it eventually, babe. <laughs> I just skated away <laughs> all through Siberia. Jen, I got to say, say, that's brisk, baby. That's <laughs> brisk. <laughs> brisk, baby. <laughs> Another brisker than Siberia, baby. I did it my way. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that's great. Um, I want you guys to know that if you go to songmeanings.com, uh, there's a bit of a disagreement in the comments on whether or not Moscow is a prostitute and crime-ridden city. <laughs> Some people say, sure is. Some people say, how dare you? Um, so a bit of a division there. Um, Till and the boys are just saying it's a, it's, a, it's a kaleidoscope. It has it all. It has it all. You can get it all when you go to old Moscow. Jenny, you a big tattoo fan? Uh, I'm I'm neutral on tattoo. I don't know a ton about them. Okay, yeah, I remember the um, the initial buzz on that was uh, people were real hyped, and then I remember the record dropping, and I remember somebody saying, "Yeah, all the songs sound basically like the single," and I was like, "Oh, were you expecting tattoo to really have like a deep bench?" Tattoo, tattoo. We're gonna have like a deep bunch of idiosyncratic sounds. <laughs> so, mm. And anyway, I mean, take I, that I feel tattoo. Like you need, I feel like you just need to set those expectations at a certain level when you're dealing with certain artists. Well, all the things that's all you I'm said. gonna say. All the things. Say, listen, it hits a hit. All right. Undeniable. Undeniable. Um, Matt, um, you have a little less history with Moscow. Um, yeah, how do you feel? I've never been. Um, Never been. I like it. I, and here's the thing with Rammstein, and I, I kind of have to say it: if you like Rammstein, they don't let you down. But if you're like, yeah, I kind of they uh, they all kind of are similar. Like, oh, this he's doing the whispery thing and and the chuggy riffs, and that's uh, kind of what the the song structure is kind of repetitive. And then uh, I understand that as well. I I like them. I like this song. I like what they're doing. They're not necessarily breaking a lot of new ground here. That's Maybe they're the just tilling the soil. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Let's <laughs> break. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh my God! The, when my way goes wrong, right there. Oh my lord! Wow! Uh, I was just gonna. Oh, I was. Just, I was just gonna say that the um, that there's some chugging riff and a cool synth, um, but God damn it, Matt. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go forward. Let's go. All right. Up next, we've got Morgan Stern. Sich das Licht scheint ihr von unten ins Gesicht. So muss sie sich am Tag verstecken. Wer will das Licht doch nicht erschrecken? Lebt im Schatten, bis der Schein vergeht. Sie 
sieht einen Stern, Licht prangen und fleht meine Schönheit auf die Wangen. Here's the deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's the deal? Tell us. You listen in German and you're like, yeah, okay, this, I get it. I like the emotion. I mm -hmm. like the, I, ooh, we've got some strings. It's arranged. This one feels a little bit different. We still got Till kind of with that, you know, whisper, sing, speak, sing that he does. And then you pop on over to those English lyrics and you're like, oh, this is, This is, they do not like this person. <laughs> they do not <laughs> like this person. Morgan Stern is not attractive to these guys. It's a real shit show for Morgan Stern. Mm. I'm just going to read what uh, Offenneck.com says this song is about. A girl who is so ugly that she hides from the daylight so as not to scare it away. At night, she pleads with the morning star to make her beautiful. I mean, a.k.a. a naughty who wants to be a hottie. That is true. That's true. That's true. But I mean, I mean, one hell of a naughty. We've dealt with naughties before. Yeah. This, and seems it's sometimes to be... a this is a naughty at a level we've never dealt with before. Because when we've all learned that any naughty can become a hottie. Thus, the film. True. Right? The hottie and the naughty. Right, that, hottie and the naughty. That was the premise of the film. Any naughty can become a hottie. Um, and some hotties are actually naughties inside. These are all mm, things that same. are explained in this classic film. Paris Hilton, she was following Frank's guidelines to do it her way. What Rammstein is positioning here, though, is that this naughty is so much of a naughty that the sun <laughs> can't take it. Hey, <laughs> we've all got our limits. <laughs> And I guess the sun rode in with a ceasing to function. Imagine the sun's job every day, rise in the morning, out at night, simple. Sun rolls up and is like, who the fuck is that? That's like, <laughs> the this sun is a very powerful statement from the sun to turn itself off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is Brenda? Is that fucking Brenda? No light. Nope, sorry. Eternal right. darkness until Brenda goes inside. Also, I have terrible news for your whole gravity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is wow. her ugliness is a real world ender. <sighs> That's tough. That's a tough one. We've That's all tough. felt we've all felt like that. Mm -hmm. We've all felt like that. We yeah. got some songs left. Should we listen to them? I think so. I think so. All right. Up next we've got Stein um Stein. Ich baue dir ein Haus, 
Stein ist eine Träne und du ziehst nie wieder raus. Ja, ich baue ein Häuschen dir, hat keine Fenster, keine Tür. Innen wird es dunkel sein, dringt überhaupt kein Licht. Matt, what do you guys think the Rammstein group text is like? Oh, well. <laughs> Till starts it off. <laughs> With like I, a I, just checking in. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that he sends a just checking in. He sends maybe like a funny gif. And then he says, so I was reading this crazy fucking poem. And they were like, here we go again. And, uh, and he's like, and it's pretty nuts, but I think I can make it nuttier. And they're like, let me get a riff. Let me get a riff going. <laughs> oh, let's set this shit to music, baby. According to affinec.com, which is the only website I go to now, all my recommendations, all it's, yeah, I, all my bookmarks are affinec.com. A, a slow monologue about someone building a little house to entomb his victim alive, a possible interpretation of Edgar Allan Poe's The Cask of Amon Tolado. The riff during the chorus resembles the riff after the second chorus in Rosenrot. It was originally going to be the first single from Rise, Rise, but was dropped in favor of Mind Tile. Smart move. Mm. Um, a similar theme is found in Romanian mythology in the folk poem Monasteria Arga Eulali. That is wrong. I did not say that right. Do not write me. Uh, Mesterol Manol, I also said that wrong, don't write me, has to wall his wife in order to finish the monastery he is building. I'm going to need a little more context there on uh, he has to? He has to. Hey, listen. Um, uh, hey, Mesterol? Hey, yep. Hey, how's, that, how's, that, um, how's that monastery coming along? It's coming. I mean... We just, we just, uh, you know, uh, we just needed to be done. Yeah. I mean, is anything, anything slowing you down? Or I mean, we've just been waiting. I, I gotta do this right. I, I understand you gotta do it your way. I understand, you know, you gotta do it Frank style. But I do it in my way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, Monastero. Did, did you, did you, did you, did you wall your wife? Yeah. Shit. I did. But I did it my way. Okay, all right. Monastrell. All right, we'll check back in in a really couple months. Really walled my wife. Which is, what a thing. What a, I didn't know that was what that was called, walling someone. Uh, what's that? I mean, you build, a, build them in a wall, uh, and they're still alive. Um, of course, I honestly, a little surprised Rammstein took till album four to have a song where they walled somebody up inside the foundation of a home or monastery. True, true. A little true. surprised. Ooh. Quick cue, how respectful of our time is this album? 
This album comes in at 47 minutes and 45 seconds. Oh, that's super respectful. It seems we've now been talking nearly double this album. Uh, yeah. We're doing it Frank style, baby. Yeah, we're My doing way. it our way. All our right. We way. got a couple songs left. Uh, and the next one is Ona Deek. Deesh? Own a deesh? Own a a dick? Whatever. You're doing it your way, Jenny. I'm doing it my way. You're not that word's family. (laughs) No, I'm not. Und auf die Wege hinterm Waldesrand. Und der Wald, er steht so schwarz und leer. Weh, mio, weh. Und die Vögel singen nicht mehr. Ohne dich kann ich nicht sein. Ohne dich. Mit dir bin ich auch allein, ohne dich. Ohne dich zähl ich die Stunden, ohne dich. Mit dir stehen die Sekunden, lohne nicht. Auf den Nesten in den Gräben. So this is... Um uh, a bit of a ballad. I wouldn't say a bit of a ballad. It is a ballad. Um, you know, we've got some strings in there. Um, honestly, I wrote my notes till the romantic here because when I get into the translation, you know, and at this point, I mean, to re- to recap, eating dicks, mm. walling your wife, mm-hmm. America the corrupt, mm-hmm. Moscow. Full of hookers. But here, without you, I cannot be. Without you, with you, I am alone too. Without you, without you, I count the hours without you. With you, the seconds stand still. I feel this song's a little too dour for a wedding slow dance, but I could see some goths going for it. And you know me, I got my finger on the pulse of goth, goth culture. So you close. Sure to, always, I, I, yep. I'm so deep into it that I almost said golf culture there instead of goth culture. That's how deep in I am. A bunch of golfing goths. <laughs> golfing goths. Yeah. They are sweating by the ninth hole, baby. <laughs> That's a lot of LeMay. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Your grease paint's just like dripping down oh, your that, face. and you're like velvet does not breathe. <laughs> Let me tell you, give me, give me that putter. I can nail this. I swear to you. It's hard to have good rotation with a corset on. That's all I'm uh, saying. You know, but well, hey, when you get off, they respect you. You did, it. you did it. Now, if you pass out and they got to send somebody, they got to send paramedics well, out. Well, then I get to say that I caught the vapors, and truly, what a goth dream. Yeah, that's true, right. True, That's very true. Um, Jenny, uh, on a scale of pretty to very romantic, how romantic did you find this song? Very. Okay. Very, very. Oh, All put right. on that pure mood CD, and then mm. Moon Onadish comes on. Yeah. Um, what a, what a mm. night in a bubble bath, baby. 
Yeah, that's how you know you're dating a guy who has medical instruments as like a collection. <laughs> like, let me show you my jar of old timey speculums and let's listen to Onadish. Uh, so, uh, music video for this song, Jenny. Walk yeah, us through it. we're climbing a mountain together. Real no man left behind folks fall. You think they're dead. They're not at first, but everybody makes it to the summit. There's a river. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was waiting for a bigger twist. I was waiting for, I mean, I feel like the insinuation might be that they, so, so it's the whole band on a hike together. Um, and uh, I think I mentioned this in the email to you, Jenny, um, that through the course of these four videos, you get um, you get to really see that, you know, on the given day, on the given treatment, you can either get gross till or hunky till. True. And um, when he's in his Under Armour and uh, gearing up for this hike, it's pure hunk till. Um, but it's the whole band hiking, just literally like nothing special about it they're just on a hike looks beautiful scenery and then they are all of a sudden climbing a mountain and i was like okay this seems a little dangerous i was right i called it mark it down i called it dangerous and uh and then till falls and i'm like i guess that's it for till but they go back down to get him and he's alive but he ain't doing so good and they have to carry him to camp and they're kind of looking at him like, what are we going to do with this guy? Like, I don't know what to do. And he's got this look on his face of like, I know I know you guys are going to have to make a call. You're going to have to make a decision about me. And I'm thinking at this point in the video, you know, well, they're going to go back or they're going to eat him. Right. But I was wrong. Instead, morning comes. They take him to the summit. They make it to the summit. They're there. Till gets to see it all. And then I think Till dies. I'm pretty sure R.I.P. And then they do a quick shot back to the campfire again. And I want to say I knew exactly what was happening. But as anyone who's used YouTube.com in the last five years knows, um, when you get to the end of any video, (laughs) uh, they slap two giant fucking frames of other videos that you have to watch right now before this video is even done. So I couldn't see. But I'm thinking maybe they're indicating that they ate some of him. Maybe. But I don't know. Because... YouTube's like, watch another video right now. And I'm like, I'm still watching this one. I need to know how this ends. Jenny, thoughts, opinions? I think we can assume they did it their way. Which would be to eat till. That's their way. That's their way. Beautiful cinematography. And I just love that. I just love how every video is just like, what wacky shit are these guys going to get into next? Are they going to go to the moon or are they just going to go on a, like a normal ass hike where one of them dies and they got to eat them, (laughs) you know, Mm. but it's always, it's, you know, I don't, I mean, we haven't seen everyone, but I feel like there's very rarely one where it's like just till, like, I feel like it's usually a group effort. Maybe there's one really till in a hole. Am I remembering that right? Mm, There was like a well of some kind. And maybe that one was just till, but I feel like by and large, it's a group effort. It's everybody there involved in the wackiness or in this case the less than wackiness that's right Um, 
Yeah. Everyone goes on the hike. Everyone yeah. does the ropes course. Oh my god. My neighbor's outside walking around without a shirt on. It's like 50 degrees. I'm sorry. Ne- my house is very close to my neighbor's house and my office window is right next to their driveway. And he's just walking around without a shirt on. Jenny. It's cold. He's doing it Frank he's style. Doing <laughs> he's doing it his way. <laughs> really important information. Hey, All right. We, I want to uh, pneumonia track, my last way. Last track. Last track. Last track. Last track. Amore. If you go to 158, you can get this chorus with that good heavy guitar, baby. Love it. 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 I think we can all relate. To this opening lyric as translated by Affinec.com. Love is a wild animal. True, true. Once again, Rammstein getting very romantic at the end. Talking about here on this song, according to my interpretation, the allure and danger of love. Love is great, but it is fraught. And when I read this, I said, huh, you know, what is going on with the personal lives of all the members of Rammstein? And guys, Rammstein is one of those rare bands where every single member has a personal life section of their Wikipedia. And it was full of some things that I called and a few surprises, if you'll indulge me a moment. Yes, take us to page six. All right, baby. So first of all, I don't want to blow anyone's minds, but every single member of Rammstein is divorced at some point in their life. Multiple relationships. Uh, Till has um, two children uh, and a grandchild. Um, And he was a single father for the first seven years of his daughter's life. Um, And uh, he's currently, according to Wikipedia, he's currently single, ladies. 
Mm. Um, but he was dating model Sophia Tamala from April 2011 to November of 2015. Very interesting. Now, this is where things get really interesting. Till's ex-wife had a daughter with Richard Crespi in 1991. Okay. <laughs> and But that daughter has Lindemann's surname rather than Crespi's as her mother retained Till's surname when they divorced and she never married Crespi. Okay. Maybe that was some of the strife within the band that we <laughs> yes, heard about. That is a okay. little wild. A little wild. I was very surprised to see that. Oh, I take that back. Paul Hershey, also known as Paul Landers, he is, according to Wikipedia, still married to the same woman. Oh, good um, for Paul. Yeah. He is also the shortest member of Rammstein at 5'8". And if anyone's ever seen a picture of him knows, he is the only member of Rammstein with a weird hairline um, that seems intentional. Christoph Doom Schneider is named after the video game. Um, that is true, because they all like that. He has been married twice, and he has three children. There you go. There we go. All right. Flake. Here we go. Divorce once, five children. Hmm. Loves Mercedes. In November 2011, an arsonist set his house on fire. And, he, and Flake escaped, but then crashed his car. Tough hmm. break on that one. Richard Crusby, we already know how messy that is. And Oliver Rydell, according to this, he is the tallest member of Rammstein at 6'7". It's a citation needed, but makes sense to me. He has two children. He is separated. So the boys in Rammstein, they know a little bit about the allure and dangers of love. Tell me about it. There right. we go. Sounds right. like it. Right. Jenny, um, any thoughts on, I mean, just the concept of love as a wild animal, anything like that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's all my thoughts on love. Yep. Uh, if, if you want to dive in more on Jenny's thoughts on love and relationships, please see every other episode of this show. Yeah. Uh, Matt, <laughs> um, Matt, um, I mean, you, a man, a romance man. That is how some people have introduced you in group settings. Yep. Uh, I was like, okay, sure. Uh, your thoughts on love as a wild animal. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to grab on for dear life and go for the ride. There it is. There it is. Put a saddle I mean, on that one. Some might just say, you got to do it your way. You got to do it your way. By the oh, way, yeah. Frank Sinatra married and divorced four times. Frank did it his way. He did it his way. <laughs> um, believe it or not, that's the album. Rise, arise. Rise, arise. I'm not saying it right. Don't write me about it. It's by Rammstein. That's the album. And now it's the part of the show where we talk about... Cannon drop. Jenny, we'll start with you. So something that we've never talked about this whole episode is, is this new? And I would say it's not. No. Uh, definitely got some chug, but not new chug. Uh, love, love, love Rammstein, but 
I don't think this is for the canon because tis not new metal, my friends. No. IMO. Uh, Lauren and Matt, what do you think? You know, I wrote in my notes, this album rules. It is by far the best Rammstein album I've heard. Um, the boys crush it in every way. It's extra gross. It's got extra riffs. Classic till. Um, I wrote that in the proximity to new metal, this is the closest that they've come because it is so chuggy. But at the end of the day, it's still the Rammstein of it all overshadows anything that really could ever make it make it even close to being new metal it's mm. just you know the closest you're ever going to get is just the proximity in the 90s but once you get out into the 2000s it's them and you can't associate it with anything else you don't put it, the thing is you put it on and we, as we said on the show countless times hundreds of times you know new metal when you hear it when you put on rammstein it's rammstein and mm-hmm. that's all you're hearing, you know, not anything else. We didn't get into it. There's one song uh, that does have a little bit of harmonica that gave me a bit of a Depeche Mode vibe. That was the only time that I didn't think about Rammstein while listening to Rammstein. But otherwise, um, yeah. So I love it. Uh, Mine Tile is going into a personal canon of Rippers. Um, incredible. But uh, yeah, nothing for the canon. Matt Nas. Same. Uh, what a delight. What a great record. Uh, what fun we had listening to it but not for the new metal canon uh for the for the industrial canon perhaps but yeah um still really enjoy what these guys do i love it i love it i love it um and that just brings us to the end of another episode of roach coach thank you so much for listening keep on saying hello to us online facebook twitter instagram if you think that my till impression is the best you've ever heard let me know um, it I'm is world class buddy I, I think I, I think i've been really nailing it um and uh definitely say uh send an email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com and head over to the patreon patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast and until next time Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.